Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, um, as long as you, a bunch of you are listening on audio and a few on video, and mostly people listen on audio, I just thought we'd just kick around a couple of ideas that I didn't get a chance to mention, but I think you'll find interesting on OneRadioNetwork.com. If you would like to join our little impromptu get-together here right now on Monday, the 21st, you can join the show by calling me now and say hi. Let me know what you're doing. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me do this one thing. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, and the phone number, 888 663-6386. Phone lines are open if you do want to call. We had a great, great show with Dr. Massey. We will post the show in a couple of hours. Oh, that was noisy. On audio, put it up on video. And um, it's a really good stuff. He's got some, this uh, recall healing and constellations. It's really powerful and uh, very uh, well worth your investigation. I wanted to give you a little um, little thing here on on um, on iodine, which I think is really interesting. Now, um, you know, two of my favorite people in the whole world, Adam Bergstrom and Ray Pete. By the way, Ray Pete, who's generally on at this time, he's still. Um, uh, under the weather, he can't speak properly. Uh, just can't. He's got this smoke thing going on, and um, just um, didn't find out until early this morning he couldn't do it again. We've been wanting to know, but so you know. Um, anyway, and both Adam and you know, I and I respect both of these guys like big time, right? Really well researched. They've uh, both have been not big fans about iodine. And so, you know, I haven't taken iodine, I mean, for years. I don't know, maybe four four years? And we used to promote, and we still do, it's in our store, this little thing called detoxified iodine. Very inexpensive. It's in our store, and it's uh, made by iodinesource.com. You don't have to go through our store, but you can, or go to iodine source. But it's the real deal, and we've had... Um, um, this fellow on, his name is escaping me at the moment. I haven't thought about him for years. And uh, and he really figured out how to make an iodine exactly like Edgar Casey did. It was pretty much an iodine monster. Well, he used it, helped the body to do a bunch of stuff way back when. So we had Dr. Elizabeth Prite on the show, a carnivore gal, Um who lives in Italy, very good, liked her a lot. I, I didn't realize she was such a carnivore person as she was when we had her on the show. I know she was really into fat, uh, but uh, not a carnivore like she is, was, is. So that was fun, because that's the diet that we're doing right now. And somehow the idea of iodine came up, and... So I asked her about it, you know, and I told her that one of my favorite guys, Ray Pete, says, eh, it's not just not good, you shouldn't take it and all. And she just disagreed, just flat out. And she gave her reasons why. And you can watch the video on BitChute or listen to the audio, Elizabeth Bright, B-R-I-G-H-T. And she gives her reasons. And um, especially thyroid. So, so I thought about that. Uh, the way I gauge my thyroid function is to simply do first morning body temperature before you even move around. This is the Broda Barnes idea. You've, you've heard about this, Broda Barnes. And they've really, he had it figured out. And Ray Pete agrees. Is, I, don't, I don't know if Adam, I don't know if we talked to him about body temperature. Uh, but Ray Pete, you know, he said you want to get your TSH like 0.5 or below, which is really low. But you can do the body temperature 
Very accurate. And the body temperature wants to be, according to Broda Broda Barnes, about 97.8, I believe is the min, the min, the minimum, 97.8 and above. And that's a good thyroid function, 97.8. I believe that's what it is. And um, there are some very good, um, I'll preface, there's some very good um, um, uh, surface automatic body temperature things out there. Most of them are junk. So be careful if you're going to get one. But they have one that we got that um, you put a thing in your ear and you point it a certain direction, and and it's spot on. I've checked it with a mercury thermometer, which are the most accurate, if you can even find them anymore. So I've checked them every now and then just to make sure that this thing was given. It's dead on. So it's accurate. So um, the deal is, that you want to check the body temperature. So you could do this, in my opinion, everything that I've learned over the years, you could do this and never have to do a blood test and you can tell if your thyroid is functioning properly. Now I got off my pig thyroid about three, four, five months ago and my thyroid has just been fine. Um, Has the carnivore diet kept it there, helped? How would I know? I think so. I think it's really good food, fat, a lot of fat, protein for the thyroid, but I don't know. But it just has stayed steady and even getting off the piggy thyroid. So that's an argument right there that if you are on some kind of supplemental thyroid, they'll say, well, if you get on there, well, then you can't get off. That's not true. I did. Um, So... So I take mine every now and then. I don't do it every morning. And the deal is you want to take it before you move around. I mean, really be careful. Broda Barnes used to talk about, so just reach over to the side table and do it. Don't move around. Because if you move around, it kind of gives you a false reading. Because as you know, when we move, our body temperature goes up. So he's not telling you about don't go to the bathroom, don't take a shower, you know, just barely move to do it, and you're going to get a really true reading of your body temperature when you wake up, right? So I do it, like I say, once a week. I'll just check it for fun. And, you know, generally it runs 97.9, right around 97.9 pretty much all the time, which is just above the min, which is cool, right? I'm fine, right? I'm not going to worry about it. So about a week ago, I don't know when Dr. Bright was on. You look at the date. About a week, whenever she was on, probably be good information if I knew exactly when she was on. Whatever. I'll find it. So, I have, the, I have a couple of bottles of these around. So I said, I think I'll take a little iodine, you know, just, I don't know, experiment. See if I feel anything, right? I like to experiment. That's the only way you know, for sure. And the way I did it and the way I used to do it is I would do just like five or six drops on the, on the wrist, right? And then rub the wrist together like this. So it just goes in the body. I don't like taking it in. It tastes terrible and I don't want I don't think your stomach needs it. So I, that's why I did it. So I did five, six, seven drop. I don't just, you just a little dropper. And check this out. In one week, of a few drops of iodine every day, my body temperature has gone to 98.2 or 3. Almost a half a point. Almost a half a degree. 
Well, not quite a half degree, maybe three quarters. What is it, point one, two, three, point three or point four degrees in a week. Now, I don't know about you, but a closer to 98.6, to me, I think is a better indication of thyroid function, wouldn't you think? To me, uh, 98.2 would be preferable, if you will, to 97.8 or 9. Body's just warmer. And I've been really finding it interesting, I like to go outside, do some standing poses, first thing in the morning, Doodle and I go out and go pee and and, uh, you know, I just throw on a little sweatshirt or something. Um, and I'm warmer. I can feel warmer. And it's 40 degrees out there. Upper 30. So, I'm just telling you, I don't, I'm not saying you should take this uh, for a happier thyroid, or, but you might play with this whole idea with the body temperature and a little bit of this, and just see if you don't get a little warmer. A lot of folks um, get uh, cold hands and cold feet during the winter time. It just, I know a lot of people just it's it's hard for them to get the the juice going down there in the toesies and the and um, the, um, the the fingers. I still got a little bit of numbness in my toes and maybe this thing will bring more heat down there to get the circulation down there. Just a little bit. It's going away. But So, I just want to throw that out there. Um, for what it's worth, I don't do medical advice. I'm not telling you to do it. Uh, you can just take it for what it's worth. But I just thought it would be interesting to, to share that with you. I was pretty amazed. First time I did a few days ago or and I saw 98.2. Is it? It's never. It hasn't been that for. For whatever years, a couple drops. So. Now I'm a great one for research, and as much as I trust Adam and love him and, and Dr. Pete. For me, the proof is in the pudding, and that's a pudding thing that's worth. I think looking at. Maybe not. Uh, Frank. Hi, Frank. What a great question. I, I didn't even know this was in there. It's perfect. Lack of joy, happiness is in everything. Any insights on this? Lack of joy, happiness. Wow, what a great question. You all have any ideas about that? Are you joyful, happy? Email me or call and tell me how you do it. Tell Frank how you do it. Or call. I'll give you my ideas. But I get pretty spiritually geeky. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's a good one. Well, you know, it's very, very difficult to to be productive, to be happy to have a life that you want and be prosperous and healthy, uh, have a relationship. relationship. 
unless you're happy and joyful. And and if we're not, it's just not not very fun to be around. So relationships will be a drag because everybody from your dog to your hamster to your wife or husband or significant other or boyfriend, girlfriend, they're not going to be happy because you're not happy. So you'd have to, I think, really look at why aren't you happy? What are you not happy about? If you want life to be something other than what it is, the only way to remedy that is to change your attitude, change your what you think about things, what you think is important, what you think is not important, all the things we talk about mainly on Fridays, but other times in our segment, it takes a long time to get young. And to look within and to see your, your, your essence, the true self, your heart, soul, and try to get a bead on this entity, who you are, and what you really want. And begin to contemplate on why you're here. What are you doing here? And the way I do it, the way it works for me is it's a little spiritually geeky, but you might find it interesting. Maybe not. That I'm on a spiritual path where I work with various masters on the inner planes and they are always guiding me to do the very best thing for myself to become more aware of my spiritual essence who I am as soul which I know is the really the drill this lifetime. This is why I'm here. To know that I'm not the body, not the mind, not the emotions, but I am soul. Somehow got plopped in here in a body. And my job here is to know that I am soul, that I am of God, that I am a spark of God, that I am protected that there's nothing to be afraid of, and we talk a lot about that with germs and, you know, the whole thing, that nothing can hurt me unless I allow it to hurt me. And my job is to get stronger and healthier and live as long as I can, so then I can chip in and say, okay, God, so how can I help you? How can, what can I do for you? As Jerry Maguire movie, remember the great line of, help me help you. <laughs> so that's what spirit does. It helps us to become more aware of who we are, which is spiritual growth. That's what that means. Um, then we learn how to treat people and we learn how to do what we agree to do. We learn all kinds of stuff. And we get healthier and happier and we're able to to figure out something that we could do that could possibly help the whole or help everybody else to be happier and healthier. So I have a perfect job for it because I got a talk show, I get to blabber away and um, but each and every one of you can do the same thing by doing what you love to do. And that's what God will support you in doing, whether it's painting a picture, writing a book, uh, writing a screenplay, um, starting a family, being a mom, being a dad. Uh, that's an incredibly honorable profession, just being a mom. 
And you don't, you know, you don't get any more extra points for being president or vice president. That's all BS. As long as you do the best you can at what you do, then you're on the right track. You know, you don't have to be famous or make a lot of money or anything. Just do what you love to do, the best you know how to do it, and put everything into it and love it. Just do it. And you might have everything, you might not have anything that you really want to do other than just be here. Well, then you could go out and just um, donate your time and volunteer. Going to talk to people in nursing homes or help people with um, hospice or work at food banks and just help people have a better life, you know? Do that. Whatever. And you'll be happy. And you'll be joyful because you're doing what you, the best you can with whatever you, karmic thing you got going on. So I've, I'm so grateful to be able to do this show, but also then writing screenplays because this is my, my work this lifetime to, to make movies so I can help facilitate bringing spiritual principles and some truth out to the mainstream audience, which we'll do someday. We're on track to do it. We'll just keep learning how to do it. So it's like, it doesn't get much better than that, which is why I can, I'm so grateful at two o'clock in the morning, I can just go sit, hmm, see if I can do that. And I dream about it and I take notes about what we can do differently in a scene. So it's always working with me. So spirit is always giving me input. And this is what will happen with you as well. But it's real good to figure out something to do that's really productive. Some people think, well, maybe just surviving these days has been, well, that's good. If that's what you, if that's what level you're at, just to survive what's ever going on financially in the whole thing, go for it. But just don't give yourself a hard time, ever, ever. That's the key, you know, just don't give yourself a hard time. Even when we're being silly, you know, it's it's okay. Just keep moving forward. And just know that there's nobody keeping score. Which is which keeps a lot of folks out of really being happy. Because they do stuff that they know is not quite the best, but I'm gonna do it and then I feel bad for doing it because God doesn't love me and that's all crap. It's all made up. God, Jesus, Buddha, Spirit, whatever you want to do, doesn't care. Just doesn't care. all the guilt and the sin that's all been religion's way of keeping people trapped in their little web, you know. That's their game. It's all made up. God doesn't care. God just loves. Jesus just loves the Christ consciousness, which is what he embodied. Jesus was just a man like you or me. Christ consciousness. It's a level of consciousness. It's right up there. 
the Buddha was the same way. The Gatman Guatman guy, he was just a a guy. He embodied the Buddha consciousness. Same way Dalai Lama. They're all different levels of consciousness. Some might say one's higher than the other. Well, that's that's above my pay grade. You don't need to go there. Just what whatever your teacher is, it is just the consciousness they embody is love and not scorn or not don't do that or not guilt or that's all they do that if any one of your teachers or anybody gives you a hard time for anything you've ever done you know just leave 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 because not the real deal. God is love, just pure love. And this love is ours for the taking, the more we accept it. The more we say, wow, man, I want more. I'll take more. Give me all you got. That divine love. Hi Patrick, I am <laughs> I'm in my sauna as we as you speak. Bought one from you last November. Use it almost every day. I love it. Cindy from Idaho. Cindy's sweating. Good for Cindy. Thanks. Yeah, they're great. Skip that one for now. I follow you also for a while, and I've also, you're also the Stetzerizer, but now I get this one on my plate with an expert, and that's not always good to do. Yeah, I can't watch the video right now. Yeah, I I think Dave Stetzer is very intelligent. He knows his stuff. These are little things you you plug in. I have them all over my house, and they just simply um, deplete the white noise in the wires, and you have a little gauge that tells you how much white noise is in there, and you can actually lower the white noise, and it's dirty electricity, and we know it's not good for the body. So if somebody's on YouTube telling me it's bad, well, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm going with Stetzer until I find out something differently. We talked to him many times over the years. Let's just look at a couple of headlines for fun. I don't really have the juice to stick around here a long time right this morning because I don't, um, been a long morning. Where is it what I want? Not that the matrix means anything, but it's fun to look sometimes. 
we put a uh, a video on the front page of one radio network. It's the last one at the bottom about um, Michael Burry. He was the guy that made Cabillions on the Big Short. You know the movie when he saw the whole housing crisis thing um, happen. I think he he really. I think he found it in two thousand six. And he was about two years ahead of time. And he shorted all the mortgage-backed securities that went bust and uh, made billions, um, a lot. But he's he thinks, and he's a pretty smart guy, that this whole financial, whatever this mess is going on, is just now starting to get worse. Meaning more inflation, a lot more unemployment, lots more going into 2023. And um, uh, it's going to be big picture matrix stuff according to a lot of people including Tom Luongo, uh, Martin Armstrong, other our go-to guys, that things get really dicey out there in the matrix world. So let's just do everything you and I will do together, help each other to do whatever we can to keep our little ships afloat. And it's all different for everyone. Um, People are having our time um, just buying food and and gas and... um, our numbers of listeners are up. Um, people like what we do, but our sales have been a little punky doodle, so if you want to buy some stuff from us, it'd be great. <laughs> people don't have, you know, they just don't have a lot of money. It's just the way it is right now. So, if you see something you like on our website, if you want to support us, you can buy something. We don't, we don't make any money from talking about these products only when we uh, um, sell something. That's just the way it works. Or you can you can donate a few bucks if you want. We have a little donation thing. So folks are having a hard time and there's just no indication. Zero. That <laughs> rising prices will not keep going up. Matter of fact, there's every indication that they'll have to because when we understand the monetary system like we do because of 25 years of mentoring from Andrew Goss, um, I understand the system. I understand exactly how it works because of Andrew's love and support and help talking to him for two hours once a week for less what, since 2008 and then before then. Uh, so I understand it. And I, you can just take it from me, from fellow who does understand it, these people who are controlling the dollar, uh, the bankers, the Federal Reserve Bank of all the central bankers, the IMF, the World Bank, and the clueless Congress people who just sent another how many billion to Ukraine? They have no idea what they're doing. Um, they don't care. They don't understand. I don't. Know if they understand it, but they have no idea what they're going to do. What they're going to do, and th- th- there's nothing they can possibly do to make things better on the inflation front. Nothing they can do. Nothing. They're raising interest rates because they think that's going to slow things down. What could slow it down is people running out of money and they can't buy stuff on Amazon. They can't buy stuff at Target. They can't buy stuff at the Home Depot. And these people start to cut thousands of employees, which they're going to do, And I guess that can slow 
rising prices. I don't know. I don't see why it would. Unless there's just money out there chasing the same amount, maybe it'll slow it down. But, you know, big picture, again, we don't worry about this stuff, but it's not good. So just do whatever you can to trust God, tie your camel, and just, you know, hunker down and take care of your family and uh, do whatever you can to have enough dollars. That's what we're all doing, just to keep it going. You know what I mean? We'll be fine, but it's always something. This thing, this financial thing, this great reset in that whole thing that the the World Economic Forum is trying to, and they'll do it. You know, they'll do something. Central bank digital currency. I mean, there were huge billions of dollars in pension funds that lost money in this whole FTX thing, which is, uh, we have a video on the front, I think it's still on the front page, this FTX, this guy in the Bahamas, you know, this crazy guy with, you know, some young kids, they had no idea what they were doing. Oh, they had an idea what they were doing, they're crooks. And they they were just doing a Ponzi scheme and using people's money to bet on stuff, and people lost billions of dollars. Probably never see it again. And pension funds were buying into this. And Tom Brady, the football dude, he was on a commercial on Superdome, Super Super Bowl, selling this thing. And he's being sued. It's a mess. And so when this thing goes, and it will, pension funds are going to be really hit hard. And um, there are millions of people depending on their pensions to keep them going. Social Security probably will keep going because they'll just keep borrowing more money to keep it going because if you'd cut that thing out, you know, people would storm the castle, you know, with pitchforks. And they would. But then again, every time, remember, every time they borrow more money, Half of it is created by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York and creates more dollars, right? Which creates more dollars chasing the same amount of goods and even less goods because of lower productivity, right? Amazon, Home Depot, people have less money. So inflation even goes higher because you have more dollars chasing a stable or lowering amount of goods being produced. Make sense? So I don't know where inflation's going. And so there's no telling where mortgage rates will go as well. In the 70s, when we had this stagflation, remember Jimmy Carter, if you were around, um, I think mortgage rates went to 15%. 15%. Can you imagine how many people were not buying homes at 15% mortgage rate? So the whole housing thing is over for a while. It's gone. And that drives a lot of everything. Carpenters, building materials, furniture. Think about it. People stop buying homes. They might, you know, they don't have a new home. They don't have to fill it up with furniture, refrigerators. It's really going to get ugly out there. So our job is to keep our our life together the best we can. So we trust God, we tie our camel, and uh, we'll be here to help guide you through whatever is in store. And it looks like it's, uh, you know, this is the big one. This is the one 
the crashaholics talked about for years. Remember with Andrew Goss and the collapsitarians, we Andy would call them, and the crashaholics. And his whole message was, well, it's all going to be fine as long as they don't run out of zeros. And he's right. And he was right. And he's even right today because that's all that's happening now. They haven't run out of zeros yet. Just borrow more money. Do you realize today the uh, treasury is about $1.5 trillion in the red every year? So the treasury is spending $1.5 trillion more than what's being taken in with taxes. So they create treasury bonds they borrow money, maybe the street pension funds buy half and the Fed buys the other half. So the $750 billion is created on a computer. The money supply is increased. Zeros, what does it matter? Do you realize that interest on the debt? Check this out. This will curl your hair. Interest on the debt. So we the people pay interest on all the debt we have. Which you go online, it says it's $31 trillion in bonded debt, treasury bonds. That's a lie. It's probably 35 and they, they cook the books. It's been at 31 for five years. It hasn't gone up, really? And all the debt paying out Social Security, which they stole all that money, That no trust fund. Trust fund doesn't exist. Gone, poof, gone. I think it's $350 billion out of tax dollars to go just to pay Social Security. If they had a trust fund, why would they have to take 350 out of uh, 1040 taxes? They just lie. Oh, the trust fund, it'll be okay for a few more years. Yeah, really? There's no trust fund. Um, This is what our screenplay is about, the real world of money. And we just got this in this morning. This is so We enter these contests around the, the world, really, with our screenplays, and it's kind of fun. You get some good feedback and see what some professionals think about it. If I can find it, we just received a email this morning. Where is it? Well, I'll just tell you, I think I remember it. It's the, oh, here it is. Just got this in this morning. We're excited to select the real world of money as a quarter finalist. Wow. First, we were an official selection. Now we're a quarter quarter finalist in one of LAFA's top 100 projects of the month. This means you're Screenplay is officially nominated in the categories you applied for. Quarterfinalist, pretty good, huh? Which is the Los Angeles Film Awards quarterfinalist. It's a pretty big one, LA, you know, Los Angeles. So we're getting some good feedback, and um, it's, you know, it's always comforter, comforting to a new screenwriter because you never know what you're writing is any good. <laughs> you can get kind of lost in the weeds. 
So that's fun. Okay, kids, um, I'm getting pretty hungry. I'm thinking, looking forward to a grass-fed, grass-finished hamburger with some raw cheese on it. And we will see you tomorrow. We have an interesting fellow on. His name is... Well, it's all about JFK. Tomorrow is the... Tomorrow is the 60 or 59th, wow, the 59th anniversary of John F. Kennedy being shot down in Dallas. No, no, being shot down in Dallas 59 years ago. You probably went around. I was. I was a. uh, a senior high school, November 63, graduated high school in 64, and we were going up the stairs after lunch break. I think it was about 12.30. They came over the loudspeaker and said the president has been shot. We spent the weekend watching television and um, Sunday, Jack Ruby on television came out and shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, There, so much had been written about this event and about 1% of it is true. The whole thing has been one big cover-up, one big lie. They don't even they don't even know if Lee Harvey Oswald fired any shot. We have an expert on this tomorrow. He's working with an organization uh, that have been fighting to get thousands of pages of. Records released that tell a story about everything that went on. And we'll ask him who he thinks was involved, and there's been probably a hundred books written on it. But trust me when I tell you, Lee Harvey Oswald, the official government story to this day, was not the sole, I mean, come on. There are some really bad people that set this thing up. They wanted John Kennedy out of there. And they killed him. With lots of shots. From the front, from the side. And this is important stuff because if they manage to get a hold of these, could you imagine then the power and the people behind this murder and I'll let this fellow tell you tomorrow who he thinks they are you can imagine the stranglehold they have on these records and I don't know if they'll ever get him out we'll talk to him tomorrow but and I I don't think or I do think that ever since that day this is when the whole game really changed. Once these obsolete people, banking, CIA, mob, whatever, all these people that were involved, who knows? And they had a lot of reasons why they wanted him out of there. And they killed his brother as well, Bobby. A lot of reasons. Um, the game really changed. I don't think we've had a real honest real person president in the office ever since that day. President Johnson was a... Get me started. And then everyone since, 
you don't get in there unless you're bought, paid for, sealed a deal, including Donald Trump. He's no outsider. It's all a big scam. Anyway, don't get me started there. So we'll do that tomorrow. Adam will be here um, Wednesday, Adam 2.0. We had to postpone it a week because being in California, they um, <laughs> they turned off his electricity Wednesday when he was supposed to be on the air. Oh, God, no, we don't have So these socialist, communist, Green New Dealers are doing everything they can to control the energy. And they're already shutting it off on days that they just want to control you. And this is what their whole, their whole MO is. Modus operandi. And this is what they want to do worldwide. Green New Deal. This is what it's all about. It's fossil fuels and you just got to cut them out and they're all in on it. Because it's just about control. That's all they want to do is control your heat. You know, the smart meters was all about your heat's too high, let's just turn it down. And they did it in Colorado. They can do it. And um, these are control freaks, psychopaths. So we're just going to have to get creative to work around these guys and girls. And that's what we do here, One Radio Network. Hopefully we provide some information and some insights that others don't or do or whatever. Do what we can. I love you all very much. Thank you for your support, for going to our website and seeing if you have a product there that you want, need. And we will see you tomorrow with a little JFK special on the 59th anniversary of his murder in Dallas, Texas. See you tomorrow, 10 o'clock. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one radionetwork.com. <laughs>